Hi, 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 hi. Welcome back to IELTS with Huyen and in today's episode, I'm going to talk about IELTS reading. Thank you so much for joining me today and let's get to business. Here's the thing. I have a new camera, as you can see, it's a little bit different, right? But the thing is that I'm not very good at camera, so sometimes, you know, the focus is not on me. So if you would like to, you know, just switch to listening to my podcast, go to Spotify and look for me, IELTS with Huyen, okay? And this podcast is dedicated for people who would like to practice for the IELTS exam and especially for people who are self-studying for the IELTS exam. Of course, I provide classes. So if you would like to join my classes, go ahead. You're welcome to do so. Book a lesson with me and we will work it out together. All right. So in today's episode, I'm going to talk about IELTS reading, especially the updates in IELTS reading. Today's episode is sponsored by ultrafluent.club. This is a website for practicing IELTS writing. It is a very good website, to be honest. And this is one of a kind because this is the only website to provide you with keyboard stimulator, which is very, very, very beneficial if you are trying to take the IELTS, the computer-based IELTS. I haven't found any other websites that do the same thing. And almost everything, almost all the tools on this website is free. If you want to have your writing checked by a professional, you're welcome to do so. And you subscribe to the website. And if you use my code, Huyen20, H-U-Y-E-N 20, you will get a 20% discount. I want to look a little bit different in the podcast video. So I'm holding the mic right now. If you're listening to this episode, you probably don't know. But if you're watching, you know that I'm holding the mic. And this is one of my plans. See how beautiful it is. Okay. I think I've been forgetting to tell you to subscribe and to follow me on Instagram, on TikTok. I'm going to have 100,000 followers on TikTok very soon. So when I get to 100,000 followers, there will be a big, big, big giveaway. Right. So do follow me on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. If you want to watch podcast videos and other short videos. And also maybe subscribe to my website, ielswithian.com. Right, now we shall begin. In today's episode, I'm going to first share with you the updates in the IELTS reading, the structure of the IELTS reading right now. And after that, I'm going to share with you types, all types of questions in IELTS reading. Unfortunately, I would not have enough time to explain how to answer the questions in IELTS reading, but I promise I will make new episodes in the future to explain in detail what you need to do. So do subscribe, do follow, and turn on the notification button so that you will get informed whenever I get a new episode. Okay, so the structure of the IELTS reading has not been changed so much. You still have three passages. The first one is the easiest, moving on to the second one and moving on to the third one. However, the questions are different. Starting in 2020, IELTS introduced, started to introduce a bunch of changes. I have made several videos talking about the changes in IELTS. However, I haven't got a chance to put everything into, you know, one piece like this. IELTS is actually a contemporary exam. And it changes over time, right? So whenever there are changes, IELTS will inform us 
but we cannot guess when it's going to change and what will be changed ahead of time. So we have to just accept the fact that we will have some changes and after the changes have been introduced, we have to accept the fact that it has been changed and we have to adapt to the changes. My job as a teacher is to study the exam format and share my discoveries with my students and I have done that. I actually wanted to make this episode at the beginning of this year, 2022. However, I thought to myself that, okay, let's give it some time to confirm that the changes are fixed and there would not be any more changes. So I think after six months of waiting, it has been enough time. And I think I'm quite confident to share with you the updates and the changes and also the format and also the structure of the IELTS reading at the moment because the changes are seen very clearly in IELTS reading. If you want to experience it yourself, you can take Cambridge IELTS book number 13 or 14 and do one test and then take Cambridge IELTS book 15 or 16 and do one test. Then you will see the difference. But if you don't want to do that, here are the differences. Firstly, regarding the level of difficulty, I would say that now the IELTS reading is way more difficult than the IELTS reading before. Because when I started IELTS reading seven years ago, when I started IELTS seven years ago, I found, I found it difficult. But now looking back at it, I think it would be way easier than it is right now. I think that the IELTS people actually believe that our level of English is higher, much higher than, than it used to be. That's why they expect more from us. So, well, you have better English than I had seven years ago. Now you have to suffer a little bit. You need to do like to take a more difficult test, you know, exam. Anyway, that's the first thing level of difficulty which went up significantly now the second thing i noticed is that in the past there was a fixed number of question sections and i was reading now it's not very clear anymore so if you take book cambridge ielts book number 13 for example you see that in passage one reading like academic you always get two kinds of questions two sections i would call it but now when you move on to book number 15, you see that the first passage would have three sections. But when you move on to book 16, again, you have only two sections. So now I don't think we can be so sure whether you're going to get three or two sections anymore, right? So be prepared for the worst. The next thing, and also one of the most annoying things about the changes in IELTS nowadays is that the order of the answers in the text are not fixed anymore. Now, a few years ago, if you took the exam, you would find the answers to questions from, from the beginning in a sequence from the beginning to the end of the text. Now there are different sequences and the sequences are actually overlapping. That is why if you are focusing on one section only, 
you might miss information of other sections also. So you really need to multitask. So let me just give you an example. So I think for this episode, it is easier to watch the podcast video because I'm going to show you the example on the screen. But if you don't want to do that, you are listening to my podcast. If you have Cambridge IELTS Academic number 15, you can open the book and turn to passage one, test one. You will see that when you are busy doing question from one to seven, you already find information for questions from eight to 13. Meaning that if you only do section one of the questions, you might have to spend a lot of time reading the passage again to answer questions from 8 to 13. And it's a waste of time. However, if you have book 16, Cambridge IELTS Academic, as you can see on the screen right now, if you're watching this video or if you are listening to this podcast episode, just open book 16 and you will see that there is a perfect sequence here from 1 to 13 right so it is really up to your luck in whether you get overlapping sequences or you have one perfect sequence IELTS was already difficult for some people and nowadays it is even more difficult right however you don't have to worry because there are no new types of questions but there are types of questions that are making their way back to the spotlight after a few years of being unpopular. So now I'm gonna show you different kinds of questions in IELTS reading. So the first kind of question is fill in the gaps and fill in the gaps is obviously one of the easiest kinds of question, if not the easiest kind of question in IELTS reading. However, it's not that easy because there are different times in filling the gaps as well. So the first kind, which apparently the most popular one and the easiest one is the kind where you need to pick a word from the text to fill in a gap. And the words must be kept as the original ones you find in the text. So it really depends on the instructions. Sometimes you can write one word, sometimes you can write two, you can write three, and sometimes you can even write a number or so. So read the instructions carefully. Okay. The next kind in filling the gaps is a little bit more complicated because you will need to read the text, you will need to find the words, and then you will need to look in the box to find a word that has the same meaning or the closest meaning, the best fit for the gap. So the words will not be kept as the original ones at the previous type, but it has to have the same meaning. Basically, you have to possess a strong skill for paraphrasing. Sometimes instead of reading words, you need to look at the illustrations and find a word from the text to put in the gaps. So it also fits in the gaps, but you are not reading words. You are looking at the illustrations. It requires you to read the text and then understand the text and then understand the illustrations and then find the word and then put in the apps. So it's not too complicated if you have good imagination. The next kind of question is perhaps the most difficult kind that a lot of people complain about. A lot of people 
are terrified. You know, it is true, false, not given, and yes, no, not given. Just a reminder, they are not the same, but the techniques are quite similar. I do have an article about true, false, not given, and yes, no, not given. If you would like to read about it, I'll go to my website, ielsquivian.com, and look for the article that I wrote kind of long time ago. I don't think that I have videos for this, or I don't think I have a podcast episode for this yet, but I will do it very soon, okay? So stay tuned. So just a reminder, true, false, not given is about the general information in the text, but yes, no, not given is about the opinion and research mentioned in the text. So they are technically different, but the techniques are quite similar. One more type is heading matching. And this is not difficult, in my opinion. You just need to read the paragraph and find a title for the paragraph. The next type, and I think this is the most confusing type, is multiple choice. Because you have choices and you have to choose, right? So there are actually two kinds in multiple choice. The first kind, you have to choose one answer for each question. And each question equals one point. The other kind is when you choose two answers. So each answer is one point. If you have to choose two and you get one correct, you get one point. The next thing is information matching. There are actually three varieties of this type. So the first variety is where you need to match the information with the people to whom the information belongs. So in other words, you just have to answer the question, who says this? So who says A, who says B, and you look in the text and just give the answer. The next kind is perhaps the most difficult of all. Like, I mean, the most difficult kind of questions in IELTS reading because not only do you need to understand what you need to look for, but you also need to find the other half of the sentence which is heavily paraphrased. So you need to possess like a very, very strong foundation of paraphrasing and vocabulary and of grammar. So I would say that a lot of people are terrified and my students are terrified of this question, of these kind of questions. So I think it will be a bad luck for you if you actually have to deal with this kind of question in your IELTS, IELTS reading exam, IELTS academic especially. In information matching, there's another kind which is easy. So you will need to find which paragraph the information belongs to. So it's just kind of easy. You don't have to stress out a lot and it's very straightforward. So the kind of question that is making its way back to the spotlight is short answers. So this type wasn't very popular in the last few years, but it is really making its way back in 2022. So predictions actually say that this one will become more prevalent in the future. I mean, from now on. So if you want to practice, use the old materials to do the exercise like Cambridge IELTS 10, 8, 9, things like that. Now, I know that you might be a little bit confused and you might be a little bit scared because I said it's changing and I said it's becoming more difficult. It is the truth. I'm not 
hiding i'm not scaring you but the thing here is that your level of english is much higher than my level of english when i started ielts so basically for me to say that it's changing and it's becoming more difficult just to fit your level of english so you don't have to worry so much however you still need to practice and practice very well before the exam because it's not cheap to take the exam right and also you don't want to stress yourself so much for not getting that uh, not reaching your target right from the first time i would strongly suggest you doing exercises and practicing from now until you get to the point that you are very confident with your reading if you need my help don't hesitate to contact me i do provide classes and i think that's it for today's episode thank you so much for joining me today I will see you in other episodes. For now, have fun learning. Bye.